Welcome to episode 12 of Game Changers podcast for real estate agents. My name is Tom McGivern. I'm a licensed real estate broker associate in New York. And uh, this podcast episode is about hosting a successful open house. The link to the written version of this article will be uh, in the description of the podcast. But uh, I use this again as audio to elaborate on the content on uh, bangthephones.com, which is the written material. Kind of putting it in a verbal so people can uh, listen to it and uh, uh, audio, I should say. And um, that this way you can like listen to it and get a better feel for and get maybe more out of the content on the website, which is all free. Bangthephones.com is a web blog that I write that offers basically all free information for any real estate agent on how to do something like this, hosting a sex, uh, successful open house, how to use the CRM. Bad advice, good advice, um, you know, stuff that I've learned over the years to uh, generate a six-figure uh, income, steady six-figure income. Um, topics like lead generation, marketing tips, uh, f- you know, free ways to market yourself. That's free, not three. Free ways to uh, get business. And then sales techniques, scripts for sell-by-owner scripts, expired scripts, and then uh, in the categories have all these in here. And then there's, of course, of course the audio library there. All right. So let's dive into this content here, hosting a, a successful open house. So I'm going to read a little bit of the article, uh, bits of it, and then I'm going to elaborate on the items. So first things first, you want to be ahead of schedule. Okay. You want to plan no matter what, if any, everything else fails, all this other stuff that I'll get to doesn't even matter if you're there late or like two minutes before, no good. You want to be there at least 30 minutes in advance. Okay, commit to that first and foremost. And there's a number of reasons why, but mainly you just want to be there so that you can get your head straight, know exactly what you're going to do and prepare for, um, you know, bringing bringing positive, you know, vibes and and, uh, feelings into an open house. Because let's face it, most people, you know, visitors anyway, come to an open house. They're not interested in meeting you. They're interested in seeing the house. And you're just a blockade. Most people don't want to sign in. A lot of people give you fake phone numbers or fake, you know, emails. It's ridiculous, actually. But uh, they're there looking for, uh, you know, a house. And, um, you know, most of the time people don't find their uh, houses uh, at an open house. Um, Although in the recent market, that's not the case. So you want to be there. You want to be there 30 minutes in advance. Now, I'm going to go over some of these and then I'm going to, again, elaborate. The second thing is you got to know the market. And I'm going to get into how you schedule, how you do things, but I want to go over these. Knowing the market, make sure you know what's going on in the neighborhood, right? You want to know what the sales are, what's gone recently into contract, and what's available. And always as a a sales person, as a service person, right, you want to have other options because not everyone is going to come in the open house. If it's your listing, listen, your top priority is to your client. You want to sell the house. So whatever the negative is, you want to turn it into a positive or uh, any way that you can help market sell the home. That's your first priority is to your client. Second t- second to that is if, if it's something that's just not right for somebody, let's say they saw the sign and they decided to come or they, they saw it online and they're not working with an agent, you, you establish all these things and I'll get into that. But uh, mainly, you know, hey, it's not for you. You want to have other options for them, whether it's your listing, another listing that's yours or someone else's. You want to know the available competition in the area and pick out a couple of uh, houses that you can uh, send to them. Know about the other open houses. This is the third thing. Know 
about the other open houses in the area. You should also know who else is hosting an open house. Just it makes really good sense to know who's who else is out there and what they have to offer. Uh, you want to put out now this one here. You want to put out at least 10 to 20 open house signs. The more signs you put out, the more that that shows up in the neighborhood, right? And people, it's obviously you're promoting the listing, but especially people will see your signs, especially now this one here, you want to do this in your, in, in my opinion, in your geo farm. Do you want to do this at every single open house? Um, you, you can, I mean, it doesn't hurt, right? The more signs, the merrier, uh, but especially in your area of expertise, uh, an area that you specifically are, you know, in a community that you're specifically marketing in, you want to have a ton of open house signs and you want to do a lot of legwork too to uh, market the property. And um, I'll get, I might get into some of that. I'm not sure because it's kind of proprietary stuff that I do um, to market open uh, my open houses. As we get, you know, out of COVID, um, this is, you know, 2022. Um, now, I wasn't a big believer in open houses in 2020, 2021. I thought they were kind of reckless, actually, uh, for agents who were doing them. I stayed away from them for as long as I could because I didn't want to have anything to do with with that situation. But open houses are, are, are an absolute great way to, uh, you know, it does two things. One, to market the house, okay? Uh, but mainly, it's also to service the listing. So you want to keep that in mind. You want to be able to do these. So the more signs, the merrier. Know the open houses in the area. Know the market. Have available. Know what's sold, what's in contract. Have something else as an alternative for somebody and be ahead of schedule. Now, the fifth thing is know your process during the open house. And your process is huge. You have to have a game plan. Most real estate agents, in my opinion, when I've gone to open houses, you know, whether I've handed my card to them or I haven't, because I want to see how other open uh, other agents host their open houses. A lot of them don't have any plan. Uh, you know, kind of people come and go. Yeah, please sign in. They make like small talk. They don't really have a game plan. Like this is how it's going. This is how we're. This is how we're doing this. And this is extraordinarily important if you're looking to gain relationships with your visitors. Okay. First and foremost, you want to sell a house, right? Your duty, fiduciary duty, duty is to your client, and you want to sell the house. Uh, to the best buyer, whether it's an open house or an agent or whatever. I think a lot of uh, caveat to this, I think you, you you should be courteous to all people. So I, I made this mistake when I, when I was, you know, uh, younger for, you know, first few years in the business, someone would tell me that they have an agent, I would give them like an attitude, or I would like not talk with them too much. And that that's a mistake. You want to be courteous and professional, every single person that comes in there, especially uh, people who have who have real estate agents, those are your colleagues. Maybe they didn't come. Maybe they didn't do the courtesy of calling you to let you know that there won't be there. Like I try to do with every single one of my clients. If they're going to go to open houses, I want to know about it so I can let the agent know as a professional courtesy that I can't make it because we, you know, we all have, you know, are busy. We have our, our own open houses, our own stuff that we're doing. So uh, that's common practice. And of course, there are agents who host open houses who don't. Uh, they discourage that. So they say, do not send your buyer. You must attend with your buyer. And that's entirely up to them and the seller, of course, that they're representing. Anyways, know your process. Know how to determine who the people are, okay? And on the bang the phones inner circle, 
BTB, BTP Inner Circle. If you go to Bang the Phones, you'll see the Inner Circle uh, page. Click on that. Go there. Sign up. I'm going to do a whole private session about how you determine who the people are and exactly what to say, when to say it, so that you can determine within the first 30 seconds of them coming to the door and coming inside, you know if they're a buyer. You can determine if they're uh, a seller, that they're just a quote-unquote nosy neighbor, whatever the situation is, and you don't have to ask them, are you a buyer? Are you a seller? Or do you have a home to sell? All this kind of stuff. It's a different question. It's a different greeting, and it's the same greeting you use every single time with every single person who comes through the door. And it's genius. I was taught this by my, my manager at a former uh, uh, real estate company that I was with, and it is probably the best, one of the best pieces of information I've ever received in terms of how to start the open house and then the whole process after that. So I'm going to be doing that as, again, a private session. It's not going to be on Bang the Phones. Uh, you can grab it if you're a uh, Inner Circle member. And, of course, that's free. And, uh, and it'll take you to a Discord. It'll be a, you'll get an invite from me to join uh, my Discord. Uh, okay, so the other thing, too, is you can always ask, you know, get a consultation. I offer the consultation. That's the only thing that I charge here. It's $97 for three sessions. Um, I don't really, you know, that's not a way for me to make money. It's a way for me to offset my time for trading it with an agent who uh, wants to talk. And if you listen to the first podcast in this series, you'll know exactly what this podcast is about and what Bang the Phones is all about and what I'm committed to. Getting back to the open house. You want to know your process. It's super important. How you are going to greet people? How do you establish who they are and take them through the house and build useful rapport? What I call useful rapport. Very, very important. Sixth thing. Now, this is... Uh, super important. You want to mail or hand deliver open house announcements to the neighbors a few days prior to the open house. If you're going to do a successful open house, if you're going to, you know, uh, make the most out of your open houses, you want to let the neighbors know whether it's a mailer or again, hand delivery. You don't have to knock on the door. You can simply, you know, put it at the doorstep, stick it in there, you know, on the outside of their mailbox. You're not supposed to open their mailbox and put it in, put, you know, mail inside something. You're not supposed to do that. So you're going to stick it around or somewhere on their house or mail. And it's just another way for you to, uh, to discuss, um, to, to let them know, hey, I'm in the neighborhood, right? And you're, it's a, you know, a powerful tool for geomarketing, okay? And if it's done correctly, it's just an easy way to say, hey, you're invited to this open house. Your neighbor at ABC, you know, 123 ABC Street, we're having it on Sunday from 12 and 2.30. We'd love to have you. And maybe some details in the house. The seventh thing is know the details of the listing. This is, I can't tell you how important this is. And whether you do this 30 minutes, like we all take listings and we're all like busy. We're all, you know, like we went, we might not know the specific details of a house. And I, that's why at my, especially my first open house, I love to get there a little earlier so I can walk through the house again. Even though I might've been there once or twice before or three times, the more you spend in someone's house, the more you kind of get the feel of the home. And there's a whole like way of doing this stuff that you can make the experience not only better for yourself, but better for the more, more importantly for the consumer or the buyer who's coming in. You know, when they ask you things like oh, how much are the taxes, right? You know what the taxes are. You don't have to go fumbling around like, oh, well, no, let me look at the listing. Let me, you know, you don't want to do that. 
you want to know, hey, how old's the roof? What are the taxes, right? If you, again, establish when they sign in, you, you establish who they are, if they're working with an agent, right? If they're working with an agent, you know, you may just say, hey, the, the information is on the flyer, but you know what? You have an agent. You're going to talk to them about it, but I'd be glad to show, show you the house. But any questions, I'm going to ask you direct to your your uh, your agent. As you said, you're working with somebody. Is that cool? And that's it. And away you go. You don't have to really answer all their questions. But it's, again, you're being courteous, not being, you know, jerky to them because they have an agent. Um, But at the very least, you should know the taxes, the age of the roof, the heating system, how old it is, uh, the square footage of the house, and the age of the home. Very important. Um, if Again, if they ask you questions like, uh, you know, uh, why are the sellers selling? Now, that's something you need to discuss with the seller to get permission from them to discuss and disclose, right? Because you owe your client confidentiality, right? One of your uh, fiduciary responsibilities. Don't forget that. Okay. Going to keep moving on here. Remember, uh, and the next one is remember your fiduciary responsibilities. Again, I'm kind of going over the article in written format. Make sure you review with your client what information you're allowed to provide to the consumers during their visit. How motivated are they? You know, where are they moving? How fast they want to close? You know, whatever it is, you need to discuss these things with them before you go and give their give answers. I can't tell you how many real estate agents violate their fiduciary responsibilities all the time. It, you know, I think I can get them down, or I, you know, they're they're really motivated. When you know, if you don't have the permission to say those things, you're not allowed to say them. So know your business. Be a pro. Okay, um, be flexible. After the open house, and prepared to move quickly. Now, this one's a key one because your goal should be, again, to sell the listing, right? And uh, not schedule too much after your open house because you want to be able to follow up with people right after the open house, okay? That is pretty key. You know, the open house ends at 1.30 and, you know, you're kind of packing up. You're going to go through your list right away. And you're going to text a few people and you're going to say, hey, I know you came by the open house, Jack. Um, I have this other house that I had mentioned to you. I was wondering if you wanted to go take a look at it. I know this one's not for you or, you, 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 know, uh, you know, let me know. I'm ready to go take you out. I can make the appointment right now. Whatever it is, uh, you want to be a little bit more aggressive so you can cement yourself in the mind of those consumers that you are somebody who's going to be of service to them. That is critical. You don't want to take the open houses, you know, go to like lunch, you know, do something else, maybe end your day and then, you know, follow up on Monday or Tuesday with these people. Now you're being like everybody else. You want to again separate yourself from the pack, so to speak. Number 10 is be professional. Never let anyone's sourness or rudeness, right? Some people can be rude. Don't let it affect who you are. And what you're there to do. Many people can like just, you know, kind of blow you off, treat you like you're a salesperson. You're just like, you know, just keep smiling and remember you're a pro. Have fun with it, but always be professional. And handle people working with agents with courtesy and swiftness. I said this earlier. Again, I'm going, I'm reading this and also giving my input. But um, I always believe that if when I represent somebody, I represent them in a group and I want to represent them in a great light. I don't want their client to go back and, you know, or the buyer to go back to their, their, their agent and be like, yeah, this guy, Tom, he was really rude to us. What a jerk. Da, da, da. It sets the wrong tone. Again, you're representing the seller. You're representing the home. And 
if you're sprinkle some sugar, you know, you get those people like whatever, you just, you're nice, you're courteous and with swiftness because move them along, right? Because some people can take up uh, some time. You don't want to do that. The worst thing you want, all right, you have is, uh, you know, somebody who comes in without an age with, with an agent, but their agent's not there and they want to take up all your time or they want to like, you know, meander while you're uh, uh, doing your open house. That's not cool either. So you just want to be directive, swift, but courteous. Be courteous and move them along. Um, that's going to wrap it up for this. Uh, the written edition of this will be in the description of this podcast. And again, I can't stress the inner circle. I'm going to have the whole back end of this exactly kind of what you want to do and what you want to say during your open house uh, to, uh, to do this. One little last note too. Open houses are a fantastic way for you to generate business. My partner, um, her name's Colleen, uh, is probably one of, and I've told her this, she's one of the best agents out there, one of the best people to do open houses. She's just, she knows how to generate that rapport and how to really basically generate relationships from open houses. And like, so if nine people come to her, like at the end of the day, like she gets nine people, she'll end up working with six or seven of them. Whether they have an agent or not, like they, some people, you know, as you know, people will say, I have an agent and they really don't. Right. Matter of fact, one of the questions I'll ask is, oh, you have an agent. Okay. What's their name? You know, cause I know a lot of agents. I, I can't tell you how many times they don't even know their name. They're like, oh, I got to look at the card. I got to, what I, uh, you know, uh, some of them don't even have it. So <laughs> like, and if they say they have an agent, they probably don't have a buyer broker, but that's, you know, I don't get into all that and, and I don't want to, I'm not like you know, Mr. Buyer Broker and sign people up and, and uh, all that jazz. I'm more casual, just, you know, but if somebody doesn't have an agent, I'm going to find out. And that's a tried true way to do it. Oh, what's their name? And uh, more than half of that, I would say 75% of the time, three out of four people, even probably more than that, three and a half out of four. They don't know. They're like, uh, yeah, I think their name's Sam. Uh, oh, they're your agent. You don't know their name? I don't say that, but like that's in my head, you know? Anyways, that's going to wrap it up. Um, if, if you can host other agents open houses, uh, um, if you check out the 39 free ways to um, get business, that's another podcast and another link uh, on um, the uh, website. If, if you search th number 39, it'll pop up. 39 free ways to uh, lead generate. It's an awesome article filled with information. Bang, the phones is packed with info. Please check it out. Share it with another agent. And if uh, you have any questions, again, don't call me. Call me if you have a referral, 631-831-9048. But if you have questions and you want my time, sign up for a consultation. I'd be glad to offer you, again, three three sessions, like between 30 minutes and an hour and a half. Who knows? I'll give you everything I got. And uh, it's, it's ridiculously cheap, $97. It's, you know, everything else is free. Knock yourself out, bangthephones.com. My name is Tom McGivern. I'll see you on the next one.